Merry Christmas! This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You're welcome to stand if you're able. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Good morning. Welcome to our church. We have a gift for our visitors at the Connection site. Please fill out your friendship card for any prayers or concern, or just so we can get to know you. It is fun to be part of a welcoming community here at Hamilton Center. It is a blessing to have you all here in worship this morning on this beautiful Christmas morning. What a blessing. Um, a couple of announcements. Uh, New Year's Day services. Uh, we'll have the usual service at 5 o'clock New Year's Eve, which is Saturday night. We usually have a Saturday night service at 5 anyway. We will be doing, um, you know, New Year's Eve, of course. And New Year's Day, this is next Sunday. There is no 815 service. We will be doing 930 and 11 o'clock, okay? Um, Pastor Tom figured folks are probably not getting up New Year's morning quite that early. So, you know, we got all you here this morning, which is a really, really good thing. Um, but we wanted to make sure that folks had a, a little bit of a break for that. Um, also, if you have, um, I don't know if anybody's got poinsettias left up here that you um, that you uh, purchased for the church to have up here, the ones you want to take are the ones in the red foil, not the ones in the gold foil, because the ones in the gold foil, if I'm not mistaken, let me check and make sure. Oh, no, these are real. These are real. Okay, I don't know which ones are real and which ones aren't. Pastor Tom did last night, although he did say that the ones in the red foil were green, and I don't know. But if you have a poinsettia coming, just make sure it's a real one when you take it, okay? So we don't lose the, um, uh, the silver, the uh, silk ones. And that's it, I think. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, what a blessing it is to be with you, to have you present with us by your spirit. Lord God, we are so grateful that you sent Jesus. We are so grateful that God has come to be with us. We look forward to the day that Jesus comes back and we all have life together eternally in the, in the kingdom. For now, Lord, we are just blessed to be with you. Be with us as we worship this morning. Remind us of who you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing our opening hymn this morning. It is the first Noel.
until you greet your neighbors and everybody in the place with the peace of the Spirit. We're talking about the light of God. God is light and light is good and light, God's light overcomes the darkness. And even, even our Jewish and Messianic Jewish um, brothers and sisters who love the Lord so dearly are right now in Hanukkah celebrating the fact that God's light overcame the darkness. We celebrate that together as we celebrate God's love and God's light. Let's give our gifts, tithes, and offerings before the Lord.
Heavenly Father, we do give you thanks and praise for this day. We are grateful for the opportunity to gather together and worship you, to remember all that you have done for us in our lives and all that you have promised to continue to do. Lord God, we lift up these gifts before you and all the gifts that you have blessed us with. We ask you to give us wisdom to know how to use them best for the furtherance of your kingdom so that many will come to faith in Jesus Christ, who we celebrate having been born this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's be seated. And our service is going to run a little bit differently than um, usual, just because it's Christmas and we don't usually have worship on Sundays at Christmas because, well, worship on Christmas because Christmas doesn't usually fall on Sunday, right? Um, as we come to this time for joys and concerns, I'm wondering whether you have any specific joys or concerns that you'd like us to be lifting up this morning. You're welcome to just shout out a name or a, a, or a circumstance, whatever you like. What's going on that needs prayer? Amen. Amen. Karen wants us to be in thanksgiving because God, from the beginning of time, knew that he was going to send his son to save us. God has known the end from the beginning, and we celebrate that today. Thank you, Karen. Others, other prayer requests this morning. Jobs and for all of those folks, for Melissa and for all of those folks who are in need of work, um, that they will be blessed with that. Others today. Everybody's good. Everybody's the families and the neighborhoods and all the relay. Everything's going okay. Amen. Amen. Well, we are going to pray for all of those who are not so okay. We know that there are many folks in our congregation. And, and related to people in our congregation who have um, various ailments and, and diseases, in particular cancers of all kinds, and we want to be lifting them up and their families as well. Um, Sam Matina is in the hospital, and he'll be there for, um, for a few days, so he's, he's celebrating the holiday. He's celebrating our, our holy day of thanksgiving to God. Um, from his hospital room, and so we want to keep him and his family in our prayers as well. Um, there are all kinds of things that we want to be lifting up. Um, the unrest in the world, all of the things that are troublesome to people, all of the things that cause people to fear in this time where we celebrate with joy, all of the people who don't have the joy of the Lord in their hearts because for whatever reason they have not received Christ. We want to pray for all those folks. I'm going to come to the rail. You're welcome to join me. And I do have a prayer, and we're going to pray just a little bit differently today. There will be a couple of different sections to the prayer. And at one point, at the end of the section, you're going to hear me say, we pray to the Lord, and you will respond, Lord, 
hear our prayer. Okay? You're welcome to join me, either standing or kneeling at the rail as we go to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray to God in Jesus' name for the needs of the whole world and all God's people. For peace upon the earth that Jesus came to save. For love and unity within the one church he did build. For goodwill among all peoples, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And particularly at this time, let us remember the poor, the cold, the hungry, the oppressed, the sick and them that mourn, the lonely and all the unloved, the elderly and the little children, and all who do not know the Lord Jesus, or those who do not love him, or who by sin have grieved Jesus' heart of love. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And now, Lord, we'll just be silent before you for a moment as you call to our minds those prayers of our hearts that we did not voice out loud, and we lift them up to you silently. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. Lastly, let us remember all those who rejoice with us, but upon another shore and in greater light that multitude, which no one can number, whose hope was in the word made flesh, and with whom in this Lord Jesus we are forevermore one. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. These prayers and praises we humbly offer up to the throne of heaven and ask for God's blessing upon us, that our worship would be a blessing to God. Amen. Our worship um, service, um, in terms of the lesson and the message today, is going to be an old-fashioned service of lessons and carols. And it might be something some of us are more accustomed to than others. We're going to do a lot of singing. There are going to be a couple of responsive readings that you're going to join in with. You don't have to stand up for everything. As a matter of fact, don't stand up for anything if you don't feel like it. It's Christmas morning, and we want to keep it nice and nice and light, nice and easy. But we will be um, continuing in our worship to, lo to the Lord as we hear the message of Christmas, the message of God's love for us through the scriptures and through the carols. Let's pray. Beloved in Christ, 
This Christmas day, it is our duty and delight to prepare ourselves to hear again the message of the angels and go in heart and mind to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass and the babe lying in a manger. Therefore, let us again hear from the Holy Scripture the tale of the loving purposes of God from the first day of our sin until the glorious redemption brought us by this holy child. Let us make this house of prayer glad with our carols of praise. The Almighty God bless us with divine grace. Christ, give us the joys of everlasting life. And unto the fellowship of the citizens above, may the King of angels bring us all. Amen. Let's have our first carol. Love came down at Christmas. is found in Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 through 13 and 17 through 19. God announces in the Garden of Eden Adam and Eve's punishment for their rebellion against God. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord, God, as he walked into the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord, God, among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman put you, you put here with me. She gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. To Adam, God said, because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground, 
since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. The second lesson is found in Genesis chapter 22, verses 15 through 18. After Abraham had obeyed God's command, God promises Abraham that his descendants, all the nations of the earth, shall obtain God's blessing. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me.
lesson is found in the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2, 6, and 7. The prophet announces the birth of a king to Israel, God's people who were in darkness. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. And then our response to this verse of scripture, this portion of scripture, will be the canticle of light and darkness. We're going to do it as a unison reading all together, but it begins with the last line of O Come All Ye Faithful and ends with the last line of O Come All Ye Faithful. So we'll sing this with us. You going to play it once, Kate? Or are you going to go in? Okay. If I say, let only darkness cover me, and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as day, for darkness is as light to you. Blessed be your name, O God, forever. You reveal deep and mysterious things. You are light and in you is no darkness. Our darkness is passing away, and already the true light is shining. fourth lesson is found in the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 11, verses 1 through 4a and 6 through 9. The king is coming and will usher in a reign of justice for the poor and peace for all of God's creation. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. 
He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. The wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den, and the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea.
is found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 35 and verse 38. The angel Gabriel announces to the Virgin Mary that she will give birth to God's promised Son, who is to be King of Kings and whose kingdom shall never end. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Our response is Mary's response to all of this when she goes to visit Elizabeth and the baby in Elizabeth's womb leaps for joy knowing that the mother of her Savior has come. This side of the congregation is number one. This side of the congregation is number two. You're going to have to talk around it. Everybody says all. All is all. All is everybody. Ready? The glory of the Lord shall be revealed. All flesh shall see it together. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, who has looked with favor on me, a lowly servant. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is the name of the Lord, whose mercy is on those who fear God from generation to generation. God has cast down the mighty from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. God has come to the aid of Israel, the chosen servant, remembering the promise of mercy, the promise made to our forebears, to Abraham and his children forever. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed. All flesh shall see it together.
The sixth lesson is found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Against the backdrop of oppressive emperors, unaffordable taxes, and great social unrest, Jesus is born. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in swaddling cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. lesson is found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 16. The shepherds go to see the Savior of the world, lying in a manger. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, 
the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger.
lesson is found in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. The wise men follow a star to find the child Jesus, the king of the Israelites. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star that they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child, his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. When they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
The ninth lesson is taken from John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that light was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe he himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, or of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I think we need to stand for this one as we are able.
heard the word of God through the scriptures. We have heard the word of God through the songs. We have heard the gospel presented to us. This is our heritage as Christians. This is the liturgy of the church. This is the message of salvation in Jesus Christ for each and every one of us. What will you do with it? Will you simply say, that was nice of God to do that for us? We were a mess, and God sent Jesus, and that's good, because now I'm saved and everything's fine. I can just go on with my life. Hmm. Will you let it, this message of God, this love that God has for you, will you let it sink into your heart? Will you allow it to transform you, to change you? God had an intention for each one of us, for each and every one that God created. Sin got in the way. Sin caused the troubles of the world. Sin caused the troubles between people. Sin caused a break in relationship between the people God made and God himself. But Jesus. Jesus has come and made it possible for us to be transformed, to be restored to the original intention of God's creation. God has known each of us from the beginning of time. I am here to tell you today that God loved you. And God loves you. Each and every one of you. So much that he sent his own son to live among human beings. To be everything we need. So that we can become God's children. Adopted. Into the family. You know what happens when you're adopted? I have my sister adopted two children. Um, they, her husband's children, their mother had died. This was many, many years ago. And when my sister and, her, and the two children and my brother-in-law stood before the judge, and the decision was made, and all the papers were signed, and everything was complete. My sister became their mother. Those children became her children. As if they had been born from her body, they became hers. When we choose Christ, we are adopted into the family of God. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Isn't it amazing? We become God's children. So we can have the hope of God's salvation. So we can have the peace that is beyond anything anyone can understand. So we can have the inner joy that is beyond the best happiness we could possibly imagine that can only come from God 
and God's everlasting love. Completely faithful love. Always with us. As we continue into the time of celebrating Holy Communion, take a moment to consider your relationship with God. Don't let this Christmas go by in whatever way might be ordinary for you. Begin anew. Like a baby in a manger, beginning to see and experience the beautiful world God has made with new faith, with restored faith, faith in the God of creation and the Son our Savior that our great God has sent. And for those who are there, for those who know Christ in that way, allow God to move in your life more. Allow God to draw you closer. Allow God to speak through you more boldly in this dark world. Everyone is welcome at the table where we come to meet with Christ in the way that Jesus has told us to, to do this in remembrance of him. If you love God, repent of your sin and seek to live in peace as a disciple of Jesus Christ, you are welcome at the table this morning. You do not need to be a member of this church. You do not need ever to have made any kind of a confession of faith anywhere if today is the day that you are saying in your heart, I need to come to God. I need to come to Jesus. Come this morning, come to the table. You are welcome. As I said, we need to confess our sin though, right? So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I have sinned. I have not loved you with my whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. I have not loved my neighbor as myself. Forgive me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I want to be your child. I want to go and shine your light in this dark world. I want to be restored to the perfection you intended when you created me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All we need to do is go to God. Mean it from our hearts. And we can say to one another, in the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. And now we celebrate. We celebrate with God. We celebrate with Jesus. We celebrate with the Spirit. We celebrate all that God has for us. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. You created light out of darkness and brought forth life on the earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. 
You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets. In the fullness of time, you gave us your only Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Savior. And at his birth, the angels sang, Glory to you in the highest, and peace to your people on earth. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. As Mary and Joseph went from Galilee to Bethlehem, and there found no room, so Jesus went from Galilee to Jerusalem and was despised and rejected. As in the poverty of a stable Jesus was born, so by the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. As your word became flesh, born of a woman, on that night long ago, so on the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, he gave thanks to you, he broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples. He said, take and eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance. And when the supper was over, he took the cup and gave you thanks and praise. He gave it to his disciples. He said, drink from this, all of you. This is the cup of my blood, the blood of the new covenant poured out for you, poured out for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here. And on these gifts of bread and wine, make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Shall we pray today? with the confidence of children of God, the prayer of Jesus Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, those who are serving this morning, please come forward.
If you don't know you're serving this morning, come forward anyway. I actually need five people. I need two on um, regular bread and one on gluten-free, which would be awesome. Praise God. Thank you. Amen. It's so unusual that we have worship on Christmas. Here's
would stand with me. We're going to sing our closing hymn, Anchor Reborn. And let's sing it out. Let's proclaim all that God has done in our lives. All that God has done. Whenever we open ourselves up to him. Be in prayer. Seek God. God loves you dearly. As you go, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you love and joy and peace. God's passes all understanding. Let it guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, and let your light shine in darkness.